With schools closed for in-person classes, many students and professors at home are looking for ways to help. As part of our Schools Out series, WBEZ is sharing stories from Chicago-area teachers, parents, and students about their time during the coronavirus school shutdown. WBEZ's Kate McGee starts us off with a group of educators who are creating protective face shields for healthcare workers. DePaul University professor Jay Margulis runs something called the Maker Lab, a designer's paradise with state-of-the-art tools and technologies like 3D printers. So when he heard about the shortage of personal protective gear at hospitals, he thought of a way to put those 3D printers to good use. I drove my minivan downtown and, and filled it up and then just uh, drove around the, uh, the city and the suburbs and delivered things off to, to folks who said they could help. He assembled a team to create plastic face shields using DePaul's 3D printers at their homes. Doctors and nurses can wear the face shields to protect their own health and their face masks, which are in short supply. What the clear face shield does is it prevents the the liquid um, from getting on to the N95s and thus along you know extends the the life of those those things which are, are very difficult to come by right now. The group is called the Illinois PPE Network. It's grown to include people at the Museum of Science and Industry, Northwestern University, the Harold Washington Library, and more. But it can take a 3D printer two and a half hours to make one face shield. So one of the group members, Jeff Solon, paired up with a University of Chicago doctor to design a mask that can be mass produced by a manufacturer and easily assembled. The shield and straps are printed on one flat piece of plastic. Healthcare workers can punch out each piece and assemble on their own. It's called the flat pack shield. So there are uh, two head straps right here, and they just pull apart like that. That's Solon showing how to assemble the final design in a video on his website. It took about eight tries to get a shield design that worked for doctors. A doctor would pick up a new prototype from Solon's house, try it out, and give him notes. He would thank me, and I, I, all I want to do is be like, please don't thank me. <laughs> thank you for, you know, trying to keep people alive. The network was able to get 8,000 made with the help of donations. They're expecting a shipment of another 70,000 face shields in the next few weeks. I'm Kate McGee. And I am Adriana Cardona-Magigad. Like many teens in Chicago, ninth grader Lauren Tapper felt really isolated when her high school shut down because of COVID-19. The hardest thing for me was feeling like I didn't really have anyone I could talk to or someone who understood what I was going through. She joined her classmate, Krishita Dutta, at the University of Chicago Lab Schools to create a website where teens can express what they're thinking about and how they're feeling. We just started out by telling our family members and our school friends about it. But in about four weeks, their website, COVID TV, became a meeting place for teens in about 25 cities across the U.S. and six countries. For example, Israel, Turkey, India, Singapore, England. Through this site, teens also organize projects in their own communities. So we have one project, and that's Make a Mask. So that's teens leading themselves and their communities and making masks for vulnerable communities and hospital workers. We have one called Food for All. And that's raising money for people who have not been able to get access to meals. They're also raising money to support people who lost their jobs or calling elected officials to push for changes locally. 
and now we just launched an editorial page, and that's bringing light to other issues that aren't getting as much attention, like the racial inequalities and closing of abortion clinics around the country. Big or small, Lauren and Krishita coordinate these projects with other teens across the world. I never thought that we would make connections abroad in the first place, but now that we have an ambassador from London and then we have blog posts from people in Israel, it's really surprising to see the amount of people we have gotten onto the website. Lauren and Krishita plan to keep the connections and advocacy going. While they're isolated at home because of COVID-19 and, they say, long after this ends. Adriana Cardona-Maguigad, WBEC News.